0: Hey, it's Tuesday, October 4th, 2022, and this is the M News Now. We're bringing you the latest information on what's happening in the cannabis industry. So get ready. A financial analyst from Cantor Fitzgerald, Pablo Zewinak, met with D.C. lawmakers last week. And after his visit, he said that he believes that congressional leaders will pass cannabis banking legislation in the period between November elections and the end of the year, otherwise known as the lame duck period. This aligns with information from other people in the know as well. Specifically, Zewanik was referring to the Safe Banking Plus Act, which is an updated bill, and if passed, it would protect financial institutions that provide banking services to cannabis-related ventures and their ancillary businesses. Zewanik spoke to investors during a Zoom call on Monday morning about the safe banking and said, It's not just a jingle, it's not just a pipe dream, it's something that's ongoing. There are discussions at high levels in the Senate between co-sponsors of the safe banking bill on the Republican side with Senate leadership. He spoke about how he believes that there is enough support from key Democrats in the Senate, and he thinks they really want to get this done. He also added that the leverage may be held by the Republicans. But he also thinks that this will be one where there could be support from both sides of the aisle. Ziwinick also outlined how he thinks things will go down saying he thinks it's likely that a media leak will occur prior to the November elections, followed by a press conference after the election when the draft is formally filed. He then thinks this will be followed by a formal vote later in December. Despite his high hopes, Zewnik acknowledged that nothing's predictable. He said, But obviously, you know, I want to be very clear. This is politics. It's a legislative process. It's complicated. In the end, maybe nothing happens. We sure hope his and others' hunches are right and that it does get passed this year. On September 30th, the Securities and Exchange Commission, or SEC, announced that it's charged eight people in connection with a cannabis stock promotion scheme. The legal complaint alleges that eight individuals promoted Emerald Health pharmaceuticals and High Times holding stocks under the guise that the recommendations were unbiased. In reality, though, they were being secretly compensated in the form of cash and lavish expenses for their recommendations. The SEC said that because of their promotions, investors purchased $80 million worth of securities. In addition to the promoters, associates who acted as middlemen for the promotional scheme were also charged. Emerald Health Pharmaceuticals CEO James DeMesa Co-founder Avtar Dillon and CFO Lisa Sanford are all accused of participating in the scheme by allegedly making misrepresentations and omissions concerning the promotion and payments. High Times has not been charged in the alleged scheme. Long before the United States began making moves towards legalization, the city of Amsterdam in the Netherlands was known for their liberal policies towards cannabis, among other things. Through the years, millions upon millions have visited Amsterdam for this very reason. In April of this year, Amsterdam's mayor, Femke Halsema, said she wanted to make it her goal to end cannabis tourism. She told Amsterdam city councillors she believes that many of the major problems in the city are fueled by the cannabis market, from nuisances caused by drug tourism to serious crime and violence. Throughout the rest of the Netherlands, access to cannabis cafes is limited to residents only. Amsterdam remains the only location where tourists may visit them. Current estimates are that approximately 3 million foreign tourists visit Amsterdam's 166 cannabis cafes every year. Amsterdam's city councillors, on the other hand, said they're not convinced of the need to close the city's cannabis cafes to tourists, and they feared an increase in street dealing if the mayor gets her way. Currently, Amsterdam has a serious shortage of police officers, as they have a deficit of around 300 officers and 20 wardens, which would make enforcing any bans very difficult. A lengthy debate was recently held where residents, researchers, and representatives for the cannabis shops also spoke for more than an hour. The mayor stated that she, the public prosecutor, and the police chief believe that the ban needs to be enforced in order to diminish the growth of the soft drug industry, as well as address acute annoyance and combat criminality. But according to a report on the debate, a majority of parties oppose the ban. One local party leader and councillor, Scheher Khan, said that there was little evidence to support the idea that soft drugs help the hard drug trade. He said that his party's main concern is that the ban would encourage illegal street trading. This week, Amsterdam City Council is set to vote on the mayor's proposed ban. Ultimately, though, Mayor Halsman does not have to rely on the majority support within the city council if she declares the situation to be a necessity. It is within her powers to impose the measure, with or without Majority Council support. Georgia legalized medical marijuana seven years ago. The state has been excruciatingly slow in advancing, but it is moving forward. Two medical cannabis licenses have just been approved, to Botanical Sciences, LLC, and Trueleaf Georgia, Inc. There'll be another four licenses granted eventually, but they're currently tied up in litigation. These two licenses just issued authorize the companies to grow, manufacture, and sell cannabis oil that contains no more than 5% THC. The companies must begin production within a year, and they can open up to five retail locations. The chairman of the Georgia Access to Medical Cannabis Commission, Sid Johnson, said, We look forward to ensuring that the product comes to market as quickly and as safely as possible. One of the new license holders, Trueleaf is building an indoor cultivation facility and a processing facility in Adele, Georgia. Their CEO, Kim Rivers, said, We look forward to educating the Georgia market on the numerous health and wellness benefits of cannabis, as well as providing patients statewide access to the medical cannabis they've been seeking. Currently, Georgia has just under 25,000 registered medical marijuana patients in the state. That's all you need to know for today. Be sure to keep listening for the latest updates and follow us on the mnewsnow.com. Later.